life. Why? Ow, ow, ow. Yeah, why are you doing that? My back hurts and I'm old. Ow, ow. What's up, fucks? <laughs> you trying to cheer up for last week's yep. episode? Uh, we were recording this episode and last week's episode concurrently. And oh, right back to back. Yeah, we kind of went from, uh, you know, in being in the dark, getting sad about Tom Waits to <laughs> this. So I was just like, ah, let's fuck that. Stop that. You ready for this? Uh, wham, bam, thank you, jam. Oh, that's pretty good. I think you've used a similar one. I definitely one. have. Wham, bam, punch up the jam, probably. Wham, bam, fucking right in the jam. Whoa, Black Betty, punch up the, the jam. jam. <laughs> Welcome to Unpunchables, etc. The episode where we're not gonna cry. Yeah. Together we, in the dark in Demi's knows? bedroom. At I mean, 10 I don't PM? think I will. Although I will say, this is one of the rare songs that I think I've cried at before, <gasps> but only I think I was high. I think that's what I, I think that's what I need. I think we? I need to be. Yeah, maybe like it like lower my inhibitions a little bit. Oh, hey, is my mic on? Or me being drunk. What? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, that might be a metaphor. Is what is my mic on? Can you hear me? Oh. Can anyone hear me? Hello. <laughs> oh, that's not. Papa, can you hear me? I think there's definitely there's definitely experiences that are emotionally heightened by weed. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like maybe the weed is just helping you feel what you won't let yourself. Oh, for sure. This and is you where know, I one day I'm going to get into therapy again. <laughs> and it'll, you know, this will all just be a, a nice time capsule of the time I didn't let myself feel. Yeah. No, I think that, like, when you're old, you're going to look back on these years. Wait, how did we do this? This isn't what we're supposed to do. What? We just started this by saying, they're going to have fun this episode, and now we're already getting back into it. Oh, we were lying. Continue. <laughs> when I'm old? When you're old. Well, I mean, you're going to die young, so let's not fool Again, dead ourselves. at 30. <laughs> I hate that you keep saying that. Why? Because I'm turning 30. That's really soon. Okay, but you're not going to die at 30. I'm going to die at 30. Yeah, which means we have three years. Yeah, that's fine. No, it's not fine. That's like oh, that's uh, uh, okay. What we've been knowing each other? What four and a half year, five years? Uh, Almost five years. Five. I think yeah, five years. Now. Okay, so that's like over half of our friendship is three years. We yeah, got- but that's friendships work differently. Friendships defy this time space continuum because yeah. the first few years of a friendship are short. Yeah, yeah, they're just weird. But it's fine. Three years is plenty of time. Okay. Um. Anyways, this is not funny, and let's get hashtag Keep Demi Alive going. <laughs> One if life. it trends, I'll think about it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with them. We are starting a Kickstarter. <laughs> it's just for prayers. It's it's uh the just Reaper so we can buy a lot of candles and light them. It's the, the Reaper sent me a DM and I, I DM the Reaper like, hey man, how many how many phases this need for me to stay alive? He said fifty thousand. I said consider it done. So let's get that trending. Keep Demi alive. Yeah, guys, let's, we're going to introduce a new tier on the Patreon, $15 a month, keep Demi alive. Yep. No added perks. Nope. It's just that, you know, you're working a little harder I with your hard-earned quiche that you probably don't have that much extra of, and you're choosing to donate just to a Demi Alive fund. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for subscribing. If you missed last week's episode, we spent the whole episode just going through my favorite song, Chunk by Chunk, like we do on the main feed. Yeah. But we didn't try to punch it up. No, it's so hard to. It's impossible to. Well, I bet I could. No, what? I'm kidding. <laughs> what would you do? I, I, I don't know. I did think about well, like it would be funny at the end of last episode if we just decided to sing it. But then I was like, oh, would it be shucks. fun for us to sing it and then just like try and like make up like w- different words in the middle of it? <laughs> but then I'm like, that's just stupid and would have ruined the sentimentality. Yeah, we have to be okay to be just sad sometimes and yeah. not try to make it funny. Which I think might be a. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be 
as sad this episode just because honestly thank god thank god it's still like this is still like i think a sad song and i think i have sad attachment to it uh-huh. uh it's one of my favorite songs of my favorite album i it's hard for me to say it's my favorite song because i think that's something that changes every all the time oh yeah yeah, yeah. but well, it's based on your mood almost yes but also it's just like this is the song that for the longest time i was like this is my favorite and this is my favorite album so at different points in time like almost every song on this album has been something i'm like that's my favorite song and like every song on this album in rainbows is oh yeah we're talking about reckoner by radiohead off the 2007 album in rainbows and like every song off this album i think is a like a phenomenal song there's one song on this album that i don't love and even videotape (gasps) i know i know that's one of my I know, and I think, okay. I love the syncopation in that song. It's so good. Did you, have you seen, oh, there's a great. so fun to play on piano. There's a great Vox video about how the rhythm of that song is not what you think it is. It's really cool. No, it seems like a really easy song to play, and it is if you're just playing one instrument, but the second you try to play that with somebody else, you're trying to play drums and piano. It's like a trick. Dog. That shit's just fucked up. There's That's a just lot straight of, fucked up. There's a lot of songs like that where it, you think it's starting on one beat and it starts on another. And like another song on this album that for me was tricky like that is Body Snatchers because I always think it starts on like dun dun. Like I always think it's one, two, three, four, dun 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 and 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 when it's actually one, two, three, four, one, two, dun 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 and and and. So it's coming anyway. in on the three or exactly. on the two upbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, this Radio song. Radio are so fucking good, man. They're great. I love them. If you've never heard of them, give them a shot. I hate that it's like a, a joke that like men love Radiohead because yeah. not only do I feel totally erased by that, but also like that's not, they're fucking good. Fuck you all. It, they're the thing good. Is like, the problem with it is like dudes who get into Radiohead in college and then just evangelize about them ruined it. Yeah. I'm one of those men, but still it's just like <laughs> it's such a trope. And the problem is it it's like still good. Yeah, they're, I mean, I think that the reason why I can't just like write it off as like, oh, they're just like, bros, love them, is because the musicianship is so just unbelievable. Right. It's unbelievable. Like, it's like the fucking, like the Godfather or something where you're just kind of like, yeah. oh, no, yeah. Everyone... You can hate it. It's a cliche, but, but you can't deny it's a, cliche that it's a masterpiece. For a reason, yeah. Unfortunately. And I actually think In Rainbows is a masterful record. Oh, I, I absolutely think it's a, yeah, a masterpiece. I still have the copy my high school boyfriend burned for me when this came out Jesus. it's still in my car i think i've told you i bought this album like four times what in rainbows yeah oh yeah i we bought the digital the release i have yeah i have the vinyl and i have two cds for some reason yeah i've talked about this record at infinitum on this podcast but uh reckoner is the song that for the longest time i was like no when i listen to this song i am convinced that it is the best song i've ever heard oh my god i'm so excited and i'm that. excited for this one too because i found the stems <gasps> That's right, baby. There are like four songs that exist uh, in stem version for Radiohead. And because they did like a remix contest. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So we got the stems. Oh my God, just go to start. And we're going to listen to it, baby. Oh my God, just play it however you want. it's not too loud. I love the way that cymbal sounds. Yeah, that's symbol. There's so much echo on it. Okay. One thing I love about the beginning of this song, which you can really hear if you have... There's so many details of this song that you can only hear if you have, like, very good headphones and are listening to it in a mm-hmm. good format or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, for the longest time, I was just like, oh, it's the shaker and the drums at the beginning. And it's like, the guitar is so faint and, like, echoey in the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
can like hear it as if he's like playing it so far away from mm-hmm. the microphone. Yeah, that reverb they put on everything, it's like, it really sounds like it's way down the end of a long hallway. Yeah. And you're like following the sound. And then that guitar coming through so crisp and clean, it's right in the front of it. It's like, oh, there you are. Yeah. It feels like this is the only song where like, I think of a tambourine as being beautiful also. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Radiohead, uh, they done did it. They done did it. <laughs> Let's hear that guitar part alone. Oh, there's two guitars. Oh my god. This is this is the perfect song for a person who just got into Radiohead and is like, I can learn this on the guitar. Okay, that one polling note though, I do hate. Which one? I don't know if they do it every time. No. Yeah. Oh, the, the polling I note. I love it. Here's the thing. I am also the guy who plays this on guitar alone, but I that I always love doing that. That's a bad look. That's a bad look. Alone. Mm. Alone. Well, you just admitted it on air. Yeah, I don't care. No one's <laughs> no one's ever gonna see me do it. You but it's just like that's so fun to play though. Though. Yeah, I don't I don't like a pulled. I mean, I don't know the proper terminology, but when you yank a note out like down on the fretboard, I don't I don't like the way that sounds ever. <sighs> But I will say with the full band, it's not that bad. Just when you isolate the guitar, I'm like, nope, that doesn't work for me. However, otherwise, those guitars, I never knew there was two guitars in there. I I thought it was just that one with the main lick. I mean, I know they have three guitars, which is insane. But (laughs) I always just thought it was just Tom York playing. I don't know who's playing them all. I'm just saying I hear two parts there. Right, but I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying it's not just him. No, it's beautiful. Yeah, and the way great. they, I mean, honestly, I would love to see like the Pro Tools file or whatever they edit in yeah. of any Radiohead song. Oh. I bet it's like over a hundred tracks. I would kill. <laughs> that would be, yeah. <laughs> Who would you kill, Demi? Demi, who'd you kill? Nigel Godrich, <laughs> the producer behind Radiohead. Uh, here's what the percussion sound. Oh, I guess it's just the beginning. You can faintly hear the guitar in the percussion too. And when it like does the st- That. That fucking, I mean, we didn't play it on here. Sorry, I'll play it without. Demi's getting so excited. I'm getting so excited. The part where it like doubles up just before the vocals come in is great. Right here. It's so, I, I don't want to shit on your pick. I love this song. I love this album. Oh, please shit on it. This is not one of my favorite songs of this album. The this thi- is probably my least favorite, actually. This is, it's a weird song to me because I don't think of it as a song where it's like, I can listen to it all the time. In mm-hmm. fact, if I listen to this, like if it comes up on shuffle, I'll often skip it because I'm like, I need to be in a mood for this. Oh yeah, it's a vibe. But I just think of it as like the song that I'm most like, this is, you know what it was for me? Mm-hmm. I think there was a time where it's like, if I could play a song as I was dying, I'd be like, this is the one I need to hear Ooh. or I need it to be. Demi, we said we weren't going to get sad on this episode. <laughs> That's not, I don't know. I think there's a beauty to it to me, but also it's just like, I think of this song as, I think a lot of Radiohead songs as happy in that it is sad, but like down tempo and I think of it as like a happy thing happening, just soundtrack to a song that's like just somber. Just give me an example. Like, I, I imagine, do you, like the end of Big Fish. 
is oh, yeah. how I feel about this song. Oh, so like releasing his body into the water? Exactly. Having him turn into It's a like, fish. I'm dying, but I am surrounded by everyone I love, and I'm looking at them, and Reckoner's playing, and I'm just like going through the memories of my mind of like, oh, what a lovely life I've lived. I can't take it with me, but I'm so happy to have been here, and I'm dying, and the end of the song where it's like, uh, is me like just ascending into fucking heaven. Oh, fucking Jesus. It's like, it's heavy, but I'm also just like, isn't that kind of beautiful? It's the end of Lost. <laughs> it's everyone back in the church. Can you imagine the end of Lost and this just starts playing? Can I imagine it? You mean have I edited it together and cried? You have. No, I've not. <laughs> <laughs> no. I must be like, I suddenly know who you were in college. <laughs> oh, I mean, I wish that it would... If the timing had lined up for Lost to have been a show I was watching while I was discovering Radiohead, I absolutely would have like oh my a God. premiere file somewhere of me just being like, yeah, yeah, this is good. Oh my god! Imagine you getting invited to a frat party or like out on a date, and you're like, "Yeah, no, I'd love to. I just uh, got exams tomorrow. I can't make it." You I go can't. back to your dorm alone, and you fucking edit this together and cry. My my headphones unplug, and my uh, roommate just hears dialogue from Lost, and this Reckoner song mixed way too loudly. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> "Unregistered hypercam too." Oh, fuck, fuck my headphones. One second, brother. <laughs> See you in another life, brother. Not Penny's boat. I wish I could remember anything else from that show. We have to go back, Kate. <laughs> Drive shaft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this song this song starts hot. Oh yeah. This song I, starts hot. I also just lo- like I mean, Tom York's voice is so good and so strange in a way that I love. Yeah, I'll say it's alienating kind of a la Tom Waits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that one uh, video that uh, someone did of, like, Tom York riding a roller coaster? <laughs> it's just, I think it's just, no. it's like, <laughs> it's just someone making that sound, but it sounds a lot like this song, and the way that he, that he holds this one, like, it's not one note, but it's, like, one word, I guess, in different ways and, like, modulates it. And the part he's where a he, big fan of like sliding like microtones. Yeah. I just love where it's like you think he's going to stop and then he just goes back up to go uh, again. <laughs> like he could have ended it there, but. Repeats it. Yeah. I think Tom, I almost just called him Tom Wayne. <laughs> I, I, I was, I, even though you only said Tom, I was like, you're going to say Waits. I'm going to say Waits and York combined. <laughs> Why are we both a big fan of Toms who are talking about how you can't take something with you? Fuck, dude. I Damn. mean, are we not yin and yang? Yeah, and you're are the black we, one. And I'm the black one. <laughs> <laughs> that, again, is a reference to last episode. <laughs> It was objectively <laughs> hilarious, but it was also just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. That's the great thing about this bonus episode. These bonus episodes is like you kind of get into a mood where you're just like, it's just us hanging out, and then you're like, oh, microphones. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, some of the like, I know your sense of humor well enough to yeah. know that calling out race makes you laugh every time. It's so funny. <laughs> it's never. Nothing was funnier to me than last month. Every time that it was like someone had, had to admit that they did blackface, I would cackle in the writers' room, and everyone would be like. <sighs> Oh, yeah, we can't laugh at that. I'm like, I can. I know. <laughs> you love it so it's much. It's so funny to me because it's so dumb. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yes, Tom Tom York comes in hot with yeah. this. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a cry yodel. It is a cry yodel. It's, it's a wolf. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. He's just saying the word reckoner? He's saying reckoner. What does that mean? Uh, like a wrecking ball? I don't know. I think it's like the Reaper, <laughs> like the the. Wait, 
You think it's Wrecking Ball. No, I said Wrecking Ball. <laughs> oh, Wrecking Ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. The mashup we oh, deserve. We said we weren't going to punch it up, but here we did. So reckon, I've actually never heard that word used in a sentence. I don't think it's. I know, I reckon. Well, I think it's it's the same. It's just like, I, I mean, I don't know what his concept of it is, but I think it's just the idea that like, I think it's like the Grim Reaper, like the per, oh, okay. like the wreck, the person or force that you reckon with when you're dying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. And then. I know we talked about how you can't sing along to your favorite songs in the last episode, but I always do. Here, when the fucking piano. And that bass coming too. What the fuck? I don't remember that percussion changing. Oh yeah. Whoa. Oh yeah. This song, this song's, this song's intense. This it song's really intense is. because I don't know what the fuck he's saying, but I know that it's something fucked up. The thing is, like, it's also just so lightly layered in a way that it feels like it's kind of the same song the entire time, but it is mm-hmm. changing constantly. I will say, I I notice it almost sounds like a a cut and paste loop at, at times. There's yeah. Like a, there's like a spot. It sounds like it. Oh, there it goes again. Totally. But then when that percussion changes, I'm like, oh, wait, wait, what? Oh, what? And that cymbals mix so high. Mm-hmm. I love it because it's like it feel it makes the entire song feel like there's reverb over all of it, and yeah. there might be, but it also just like I can't tell if it's just the cymbal hitting so hard that you're just hearing that reverb being like, oh, I guess it's all so echoey. That like huge room sound. Yeah. I feel like that's maybe what makes you think that it's like you imagine your own death is because it sounds so far away. Yeah. That it's like inviting you towards it yeah yeah but it also feels it feels like you're staring at a light and you're like walking towards the light yeah wrapped up like a douche classic bruce springsteen song yep i'm gonna stop referencing the last episode now i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna reference four episodes ago uh but also i mean the song is pretty plainly about death so he said can't take it with you yeah well he technically says and because the lyrics are printed on one of the covers Uh you can't take it with your Okay, thank you, Tom. Yeah, thank you. And, and then, then he says, dancing for your pleasure, which is the point at which I'm just like, what is this song? Sometimes I swear to God, Radiohead, in fact, I no spoilers, but they are about to be on an upcoming bonus episode. No surprises. <laughs> hey. Oh. Radiohead song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, we could, yeah, they're about to be, I could also do them for that. Hey, you know, yes. you know, hail to the chief, you know what I'm saying? Sure. No, fuck, I meant to say thief, it's fine. No, I knew what you meant. Hail they to didn't. the chief, you know that great song. Yeah. Hail to the chief, he's a thief and he's a liar. <laughs> the famous Radiohead song. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to play it again with the like the part where <laughs> the piano comes in. This is my favorite part, when it changes. Yeah, I'll just play just the percussion and then the, pi- the string piano here. Without the percussion. This is better. <gasps> oh, listen to that noise. Yeah. It's like you can hear him flipping the pages over. Oh, it's the pedal. It's him switching, picking his foot off the sustain pedal. I've never listened to these stems before. Ugh. I think that's the metronome we're hearing. I hear it. It might be the metronome, but it also feels like it's just the percussion bleeding. 
Yeah, it's the percussion bleeding. Oh, wow. Is that what it sounds like? What's the percussion here? Oh, it's the... Oh, this stays the same? Yeah. Oh, wait. It is definitely like... A loop. It's cut and pasted. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow, that's so cool. Okay. And then, like, playing it again. Here's the bass when it comes in. Right here. Whoa. Wait, let me hear just the harmony. That was such a sick interval. Yeah, just the harmony, no uh, other vocals. Well, or actually, no other instrument. Can you play um can you play me the solo vocal with harmony and then play me just the harmony? Because you can't tell what that harmony's doing with that melody on top of Wait, it. Wait, what amazing. do you so you want the background vocal and then I I'll, want vocals only. Okay. Both vocals? Yeah. And then I want you to take out the main. Totally. Oh my god, that interval. I love that. It's insane. I love that. God, that's such a gorgeous harmony. I can't dance this song, but I want to just because we're in like a... This is a sway. Really copy, copy paste. Yeah. Wait, go back with that that whatever that word they just said. Just the harm. I want to hear what the mel- the fucking harmony just did underneath there. Okay, just the harmony. Yeah, just on that last word. He did something different. Ah, he's following the melody now. <gasps> oh wow! He ran out of air. Yeah. Oh, I love that they kept that in. Ugh. Ah. So, uh, okay, well, I'll just play the end of this part, and then we can go over, because there's not many lyrics here, uh-huh. but he goes on to say. Okay, this is so fun because I've never heard the stems like this, uh-huh. but I also, because the stems are here, I'm hearing parts that I've never heard before. Oh, yeah, it's And it's best. very fun. Dude, I mean, it's one thing to, like, listen to songs we want to, like, make fun of or, or whatever yeah. critically, but to do it to songs you genuinely love is so fun. It's great. I feel like this song, the only the only reason I couldn't put this as, like, a, a one of my favorite songs is because it, t- it does a little bit feel like they had a lot of fun, like, cutting it up yeah you know what i mean i i think that's something that feels so kind of cool to me that it's it does. like it feels like this digital song despite it's like so much of it is clearly even this entire record is just like they're playing real instruments and it's very like they went from having this big electronic period slowly transitioning back into clear like real instruments playing without any sort of computer but then like heavily heavily produced yeah. and like by which i mean like it, it feels like the song was half made in the edit yes does that make sense yeah especially this song because this has like what three or four like very distinctive phases of the song right that like the one we're about to go into is almost unrelated oh, to yeah. the previous section. entirely 
Although it's kind of cool because I think when you see them live, it's like they don't do that, but it still feels the same. They don't so... play all the sections? Well, I mean, no, they don't. Like, they're not just playing it off a track so it's like cut up. Like, they're playing the drums live. The fact that you can play a song like this live is so astonishing. Right? To me. It's truly Radiohead live, like, one of my favorite concerts. Beautiful. I'm so grateful you brought me to that. That was that so was good. Because that was so much fun. Yeah. I'm so, that was literally, like, I couldn't believe they were able to play that shit. I feel like it's like, um,. That uh, what's that Beatles song that's like impossible to play live? Hmm. Uh, I, I, fuck it, I shouldn't have brought it up. I can't remember. There are like I think there are f- very few songs in the Radiohead catalog that they cannot play live, and it's like, th- funnily enough, I think one of them now is like they don't play Jigsaw falling into place anymore because it's so difficult for them. Yeah, well, that's the thing when you fucking write shit that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Right. It's what I love about Radiohead. It's why sometimes I don't like their songs, but like when they nail it, they they've nailed something no one's ever nailed before. Yeah. I think that's so fucking cool. It's great. I, I'm also just, I'm not to just like fucking be like evangelizing about this band. You should be. I, this is your favorite song. It's true. It's my favorite song, my favorite band. Uh, and it's like, when I say favorite, it's like, this is just so grandfathered into me being like, yeah. They're, it's your Hall of Fame. It's my Hall of Fame. And it's just kind of like, I will probably hear better bands as I grow up. There will probably be bands where oh. I'm like, I definitely, well, I mean, in the sense of like. No, it's just, I can't believe you said as I grow up. That like broke my heart a little bit. Well, I just mean like, as I, like, as time goes, oh, Okay, as, ah, as... You're not allowed to cry! I'm not gonna cry. Well, I might. As, <laughs> as things change, it's like there are other bands that I will connect with in a way or like be like currently my favorite thing is that like even right now, I'm like I think my favorite artist is St. Vincent where it's like yeah. this is what matters to me right now. But when I think about when people are like, what's your favorite band? I'm like, oh, it's Radiohead. Yeah. They're the, be- they're the combination of like favorite and best to me where I'm like, this is yeah. the answer. You like it and you respect it. Exactly. And you don't always for the same songs. Yeah, and it's like I don't need it to be thing where it's like right now I'm always listening to Radiohead because I don't do that very often but I, I'm just like what's the best band what's my favorite band I'm like it's Radiohead it's Radiohead they've just they've cemented that they won the race I agree anyway I think they've earned it yeah so here is just that harmony again because I want to hear it because I didn't realize that like what he was doing for the harmony before mm-hmm. to and then that note he's going to sing next transitions you into the next part here Yeah. That's the that's the glue. Do you hear that he sings that like note early too? Uh-huh. It's like another voice comes in to be like, and I'm carrying this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's so cool. I love that. I don't remember what the technique's called, but um, it's like a combination of a legato and staccato. It's like kind of like Al Green, like ha ha ha. Yeah. It's like where you're accenting the same note you're singing. Oh yeah. He's like. Ah. He's not really breaking the note. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so fucking cool. Oh, it's so great. It's so fucking cool. God, I love his voice. Yeah. I also just love how it feels like the entire song goes flat when it comes going to right. the next part, like because all the instruments just cut out. The process, like it feels like the drums or the uh, tambourine went a little bit long. They're like, oh, you stopped. Never mind. Yeah, I love that. I love I, it too. I think they're changing keys, but don't quote me on that because I'm a big dummy. Oh, I'm a bigger dummy, and I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you know how like it feels like we just slammed into a new song. Yeah, I love that. It's great. It's very experimental. I think that it. I think for some this isn't very listenable, and I totally get it. But I think that if you are of the Radiohead religion, 
sure something you come to expect from this band right and it's it's like i i don't know i don't again this is not a song that i listen to casually for that very reason but it's like and one of the reasons that i don't like videotape as much is because i feel like it has a similar message to this song to me Mm -hmm. but i'm it's like to me i'm like this is the climax of the album this is you think it is well, like it's like this is the peak of the third act of the album, and then it's like what two or three more songs. Yeah. And so I'm like, for it to end on videotape, I'm like, put, I don't know, it just feels like a song. I'm like, don't end on that. Oh my god, that's so funny to me. It makes perfect sense. It, it does make perfect sense, but I'm also just kind of like, but the climax is there, and it's the same message as this one. But also, I think I have like a thing about how Radiohead has ended their two best albums, and I'm like, mm, you you fucked it up. Which I is love a that. Dumb like, thing for me to say. No, it's not dumb, and that's what's so fucking awesome about music and that's why i love doing this podcast and and the real podcast is like music is what you make of it yeah and it affects everyone differently and even the people that create the music once that music's put out into the world it's no longer theirs yeah it belongs to everybody and everybody gets to have their own relationship with it and whatever your thoughts on it are correct correct so your favorite song being reckoner and you saying that's a great song i'm and me right. saying oh no i like videotape better like we're both right I'm right. That's what's so fucking tight about music. I fucking yeah. love music. It's great. You can quote me on that. You I love fucking music? love music. All right. Miel's two quotes from this episode are, I'm the black one and I love music. <laughs> Don't put them together. There are three. Okay. Yeah. There are three songs after this one. It's House of Cards and Jigsaw. And it's like, oh God, House of Cards. I could cry at that song. I could cry at almost every song on this record. It's so great. Uh, But like, I, I just, yeah. Anyway. So the thing to me about videotape is like, and I don't think Jigsaw is where the album should end. But I do think it's like, like videotape is a perfect ender, but it just feels to me like the same mood that this song puts me in, which is crazy because every other song on this album puts me in different moods. Huh. Yeah. I, I find Reckoner hard because it just changes so much that it, yeah. it feels disjointed to me. Whereas videotape feels like, you know, the the swelling. You know what? Okay. I kind of, you know how we last episode played the entire song in its uh-huh. entirety at the end? Uh-huh. To me, I'm like, can we do that? And I want to narrate what I'm imagining over yeah, 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 it. Yeah. Okay, it's like me directing my music video for this song. Yeah. But anyway, let's get through it first. Yes. Anyway, I, I wanted to play the uh, percussion and guitar of just this part when it switches up and goes. Through this part. I like that. Oh, I like that. Oof, that guitar feels weird. Well, again, I think it just changed keys, but again, I could be wrong. But it also is like, it feels like they they cut into a new guitar. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, this is how the song continues. Do you have some tracks muted? No. Wow. I don't remember being so stripped. No percussion at all. Oh my gosh. Oh, this when the strings come in. Fuck. Remind me to come back to that part because we have not talked about any of the lyrics. Did he say nipples on a blankshin? <laughs> what is that? Nipples, nipples on a blankshin? Nipples on a blank 
Blakeshin. What is a Blakeshin? I don't know. That's just what it sounded like he said. <laughs> he said, because we separate like ripples on a blank shore. I was so close. Ripples? Nipples on a blank shit? <laughs> Nipples on a blank sh- You One of those wasn't a word. You weren't close at all. Tom York's to blame. No, Nipples you are. On a blank. Ripples. <laughs> what has he said? Because, okay, should we just start from the beginning? Wherever we left off. Well, I guess we didn't even... Well, Dancing for Your Pleasure, I don't... That's another thing. I don't, I don't think the Radiohead lyrics make sense half the time. Oh, they absolutely don't. And they admitted at once upon a time that, like, some of the lyrics for Kid A were just, like, cut Sounds. up. Yeah, they, like, wrote things on pieces of paper, cut them up, and pulled them from hats. Yeah. No, this is, is, like, Bon Iver style. It's crazy. Just like, I don't know. They just sounded good. Yeah. Which is totally fine. It's just, like, analyzing it is kind of a waste of your fucking energy. Right. But it is weird because it's, like, they're all right in the theme of, like some sort of like passing on into the afterlife thing because hmm, hmm. it's like you can't take it with you dancing for your pleasure you are not to blame for bittersweet distractors dare not speak its name dedicated to all human beings this it is all, random it feels to me it's random but it all i feel like it's one of the it's like so it's random but it's all on the edge where you were like it's random but fits the tone of what you could imagine the song to be about well the dancing for your pleasure throws me yeah that feels like it's like something is like something you're imagining is dancing for your pleasure. Maybe it's like you are seeing into the light. And it's like, oh, there's something calling to you to pull uh, you into the light. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you are not to blame for bittersweet distractors. That's I don't. That's like you coming to terms with things at the end of your life. Just like you're not to blame for the the things that you are like holding on to at like in moments of shame. Huh. Or like wow. the things that you are thinking of. Like you're not to blame for all of these moments that you are letting you weigh down. Because they are bittersweet distractors from your sense of joy. Dare not speak its name is like, are you talking about the bittersweet distractors? Like, dare not, you know, let those things be what you think of as you're carrying on into the afterlife? It's so funny. I My interpretation is so different. What's your interpretation? I think it's just like, I don't think it's about death. I think it's just like, I think it's just random words for the most part. But yeah. if I were to try to read meaning into it, I would think that it's like, just like a relationship and sex and stuff. Yeah. It could be. That like the, what is it again? Ru- I don't even remember the Because name. we separate like ripples on a blank shore. Yeah, I don't know. To me, I'm like getting pushed apart and the bittersweet distractor or distraction? Distractor. Distractors. To me, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like having sex after you've broken up and it's like painful, but also good. And it's a distraction from the pain that you're feeling. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing again, why I fucking love music. And to- again, you can't quote me on that. Yeah, you do love that shit. Uh, to me, it feels like separating like ripples on a blank shore is like the waves come in and like a ripple goes, but the rest of the wave goes back and comes back like to the shore in its own time. So it's like oh. death takes you one at a time and like life continues on and then death takes another one and life continues on. It's just oh, like this Oh, but that's a wave though, not a ripple. Well, yeah, but the ripple comes from the wave. I think it's like a stone getting thrown into still water and the ripples all go away from each other in, in a circle. Oh, maybe. That's the thing. There's no right answer. Whatever you want. Yeah. I bet if we had Tom York here, he'd be like, I was on PCP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because PCP's the drug Tom York would do. I was on PCP for the first time. And I, I was accidentally wet. wrote the wrong words. I was supposed to write nipples on a blank sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Meal's the only person to have ever gotten it correct. Yeah, me and Tom were on some deep shit, man. Oh, yeah. That time we got wet together. <laughs> <laughs> So the thing that I was going to say, remind me about this, is I, I've i never listened to the stems on their own, but I've heard for ages that in this part, and it's in the lyrics too, uh-huh. he says in rainbows, what? I've never been able to hear it. Let's listen to it. But presumably this is where the title comes from. Because we say. 
break up all of these, but like, this is still just the harmony, but. to just that those two voices yeah the the shit he's doing just walking around under there i i couldn't write that if you gave me three years i no. could i wouldn't i just never could come up with the the notes he's singing you give me three years and six months maybe six the last thing the six months would the be six clutch. months would help because the six months is where i'd just be like fuck this in rainbows i never knew they said the name of the album on the album, I, I mean, I'm I've, so shaken. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. I've known for ages, but I've never. I've like in listening to the song, I'm like, I can't hear it. I don't know why how people hear this, and it's like written into the lyrics, but I'm still just like, what the fuck? Oh. The thing is, just these two parts, I'd be like, that's a pretty good song. sections literally that end part really yes wow just the the part where it's like and then picks back up with the again this is i see them walking off into the light and he's happy content ready to die not fearful of it jesus demi well the thing is <laughs> i think the song supports that because that last line is reckoner take me with you and then dedicated to all human beings is that what he says? Yeah. 
He says dedicated to all human beings. Yeah. Which he also says before after the dare not speak its name line. How is he singing that? I can't hear that line. Dedicated to all you. All human beings. Ooh, pipe stemmy. Thank you. Pipe stemmy. Let's hear Tom sing it. <laughs> dedicated. His voice breaking a little too. Whoa. It's like a siren. That is like a siren. It's also like the end of Kid A. That violin just played his voice. Oh my god. God bless the stems. Those strings. God. I I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. And he sings it so disembodied that you can't understand him at all. But I think that even without lyrics, this song is pretty it's powerful. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's just so, like, all of the instruments are doing their own very cool thing on their own, but together it just feels so beautiful and ethereal and powerful. Ethereal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the word I would use to describe this song. Yeah. It's just, it just, you wear it, or it wears you. I can't tell. I don't know either. It's like, it's like getting into a fucking sleeping bag. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, I'm a little suffocated, but I'm also safe. Which is why it's so crazy to me that it's like anything would follow this on the album. I'm just like, this is the climb. You just like got to the point where it's like, you told a story. This is the, it's the big fish no, moment. No, dude. Fucking videotape starts with when I'm at the pearly gates. This will be on my videotape. Oh, so many songs for me to listen to tonight and just cry. Guys, if you haven't listened to In Rainbows. In full. I would suggest listening to the whole album from start to finish. Absolutely. And it's like, it's also one of those albums where even if you have the vinyl, it like cuts at a perfect place where you're just like, oh, that was a great finish. And then for you to flip it over and just have that experience again and have an even more beautiful. It's like perfect two act play. Mm, Two finishes. Two finishes. Kind of like me when I'm having a good night. I'm on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just cut it there and that's how the episode ends? <laughs> we got too real, so we tried to pretend it was funny. Uh-huh. Vulnerability is scary. Uh-huh. Thinking about my own death for fun. Woo! It is thanks fun. for the money. <laughs> how do we get here? I don't know. I feel, is thanks for the money our Patreon catchphrase? Thanks for the money. Thanks for the money. Thanks for the money. I've never heard that song. Even though it was real great. That's not the lyrics. That's my version. Let's just let's just do this format forever. This is all this this is all this show will become. That would be fun. My next one everyone. is gonna be Fallout Boy. Oh great! My next one is also gonna be Fallout Boy. Fuck you, dude! I just fucking called it. Uh, stay tuned for next month, which is Fallout Yo, Boy month. Are we gonna have a Fallout Boy? <laughs> Kill us both. I'm not making it to 30. Fuck this. <laughs> At least I know what to play if I get to witness your death. I'll be like, you are not invited to my death. Oh, come on. 
fine. That's the meanest thing you've ever said to me. You threw my funeral. You can come to my death. I did. I threw your funeral for your birthday. Yeah, that so was fun. You can die at any point now. That's true. I did it. <laughs> I'm, I Benjamin Button death. I'm like, oh, we did that part already. That's going to be so fucked, though. Like, if I ever was in a position where, like, I don't know, you went into cardiac arrest or something, and I'm like, Demi, no! And I'm, like, calling out on one-on-one phone, and then I'm using my other hand to, like, give you fucking CPR, and then I'm like, he's not going to make it, and I just go... Alexa, play Reckoner. <laughs> it's literally that meme of Alexa, this is so sad, play Reckoner. <laughs> I mean, I would for you. Alexa, this is so sad, play Reckoner. Alexa, skip to the Alexa, last 30 seconds. Alexa, I say Reckoner. Alexa, I say Reckoner. <laughs> She's like Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I died a Wrecking Ball. I came in like a rat beep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that'd be like a cool way to go, too. Playing Rump Shaker by Rex in Effect. <laughs> <laughs> That would honestly be the perfect way for me to die, because I'd be like, oh, this is so fucking funny. <laughs> That's what would kill you. Yeah. The final laugh. Be like, oh, oh this, Miel, this is the perfect bit. Write this into something. I'm like, I wish I could film this, but it, it features a corpse. <laughs> Why did Vine have to leave? <laughs> Why did Logan Paul already establish this isn't okay? No, my last words would be like, I consent for this to be filmed. <laughs> This is probably the darkest thing we've ever done. Mm, well, you are the black one. <laughs> okay. No. Do you want to play the whole thing? Yeah. This is like you're waking up on a sunny day in your hospital bed. And like the blinds are just open. Maybe your nurse opens them a little bit more. She asks if you want anything. You're like, no, I'm feeling actually pretty good today things aren't as bad as they seem to usually be and you're just like oh i'm gonna take this in i'm gonna enjoy the sun for a bit you're literally just enjoying the sun and then as his voice comes in well, i'll wait until his voice comes in stare out the window enjoying the sun and your first visitor stops by and they're worried but you are kind of laughing and they're happy to see you and very happy that you like cracked a joke and are laughing and smiling a bit and they're just remarking on the fact that this is the happiest they've seen you since you've been in the hospital. They kind of feel like you're gonna be okay. Maybe you're gonna make it through this and you won't die. And they say that and you kind of remark, that's not what's gonna happen and I'm okay with that. They are a little upset about that. They're shaken at the fact that you were being like, no, I'm going to die, and that's fine. But you take their hand, you grip it tight, and you're like, don't worry. I'm okay with this. I'm happy. This is not a fake smile. I'm happy. Another visitor comes in. Maybe it's the rest of your family. They're here to see you. You are not talking about your death with them. There's a child there. You are just enjoying their company in the moment. Just enjoying the sun with your family. The windows are open. One of your kids brought the fucking Game Boy in or whatever, and he's playing on it. You're joking about it. He feels a little weird because he's not wanting to see his grandfather this way, but he's also happy to be there if what's going to happen is going to happen. And, you know, your kids are sitting around you. They're still worried. They can't not be worried for you, but they're also happy to see that you're smiling and you don't seem to be in any pain anymore. That's the big thing about it, that you're not in pain anymore. And you've kind of made peace with what's about to happen. And what's about to happen is the lights in the room dim just a little bit, but not to everyone else in the room, just to your vision. The lights come down. It's still sunny outside, but it feels like a moment frozen in time. And you look to the door, and it's completely washed in this white light. 
and a man steps through. And as you're looking out there, you see what appears to be your own personal vision of heaven. And it's just, it's like you've always imagined, like you've always wanted it to be. And a man steps forward. He looks around, smiles. He's happy. You smile at him. You're also very happy. And he asks you, how do you feel? You tell him the truth. I feel at peace. You get up out of the bed. You're almost as if you're not sick anymore. You walk over to him and he asks you, are you ready to go? And you look back at your family and you smile, taking in this moment as they're all smiling at you because they still see you on the bed. And you turn back to the Reaper and you say, I think I am. And you walk through that door into the light. And we don't see where you're walking into. We don't even see what your vision of heaven is. But we know that you are seeing something so beautiful and pure that it's hard for you to be sad, even as you look back on this family as they are watching you, smiling, closing your eyes, taking your last moments of life. And you're just completely at peace. You don't feel any pain. You don't feel any sadness. You just feel the joy that you've gotten to experience this moment with the most important people in your life, knowing that they will go on to live a life influenced entirely by your actions. So you look back at them, and a single tear falls from your face, and you smile. And things are just good. And you've sort of moved on. And now, you're in your own world. This is your heaven. And honestly, you see your family there as well. In the same way that Lost ends, you see everyone there. They've died, all at different times of their life, but you're seeing them there once they've made peace with their deaths and are ready to move on, and you see them as you knew them in life. Their happiest moments, their saddest moments, all of it, their totality. You're standing there in heaven with your family as if no time has passed, and you are happy to experience this infinity together with them in your own personal Eden. Damn, dude. I shouldn't have narrated that. That felt uh, like I ruined it. <laughs> nah, dude, you got bars. I got bars. Those mad bars. Thank you. I was freestyling. Did any of those rap or rhyme? <laughs> they all did. Great. Inside. Yeah. That felt like I just like bought an audio book. <laughs> that fucking ruled. It was the world's worst ASMR video. No, that fucking ruled, man. Good. I really like felt that. I was like Tuesdays with Maury shit. Is, is that what Tuesdays with Maury is about? I don't know. I never read it. I didn't either. Just from the book reports I read on it or heard on it. Yeah. That's what the cliff notes for Tuesdays with Maury are like. <laughs> from freshman in high school writing. Ugh. Wow, dude. Yeah. I get why that you connect with that song. That's a powerful vision. Isn't it? Yeah. I, can, I don't know. I can tell that you uh, are a, a writer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if your brain works like that. That makes sense. You're in the field you're in. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta bring it back up a bit. <laughs> Woo! <sighs> um, I, again, I don't Glad know. Glad we didn't turn off the lights for that one. No, that would have been too much. Yeah. That would have been too much. I don't know how to fucking end these ones, man. They're so, they're so They're much. a little, yeah, it's so open and vulnerable that it's weird to just have anything that we say after them. And maybe um, we don't need to. I wish I'd die that way. That yeah, I wish like, you'd die like too. like a tight way to die. But not in a hospital. Maybe like in hospice. Yeah, or like in your bed at or home. At home, yeah. yeah. At home care. In a way that you are, like, fine and surrounded by people you love, and just kind of peacefully yeah. making peace with your reckoning. Yeah. Yeah. That felt very like end of Six Feet Under vibes. Yeah. Everyone being it's that same dead. shit. Wow. Big fish lost Six Feet Under. Oh, we're all gonna die. I love these reminders of my mortality on a fucking comedy music oh, same. podcast. It's fine. I'll go to sleep tonight and wake up and go. I don't remember what happened last night, and I'm going to live forever. 
It resets every day. I can't wait to do the next episode in which we, I don't know, talk about our favorite farts or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Should we? Remember, you asked for this. Goodbye. <laughs> wait, you want to talk about our favorite farts? Yeah. Do you have favorite farts? Imitate them for an hour. Do it over this. That's not my favorite part. No, I like a, I like a, like a, like a very sleek. That's my favorite fart. <laughs>